Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover, your home for ice fishing news, tips, stories, and strategies. And now, your host, Chris Larson. Hello and welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast. Today is one of my favorite conversations recorded this year. Brian Brobrosdahl is a fishing legend, but he's also a super nice guy. We talk fishing, life, and more with Bro. Here's the interview. Everybody's busy, but if you get a chance, take your family out fishing, you go fishing, take your wife fishing, take your kid fishing, you know, take yourself fishing. You know what I always tell people is take an old guy fishing too. Take an old guy fishing, you know, yeah, I'm available if you want to take me. <laughs> you know, we always talk about taking kids out and everything, but there's so many people, and especially, you know, generation where, like, I take, like, my dad, who's who's really worked a lot throughout his life and never really had time to go fishing and do the things he wanted to do, and I just love taking him right now. We went out to Lake Ontario this summer, and he had a blast, but, you know, Take, take those old guys hunting and fishing, too, not, not just the kids. Absolutely. They love it. They've experienced a lot. And uh, if you have the time, you, you definitely got to take them. And I, I get a lot of people in the boat. I am a fishing guide, so I want to make sure I do do the best I can for people. And uh, and a lot of people, uh, when, you have it, when you have time to go, if you don't really know where to go or you don't want to take the chance, hire a guide. Right. I mean, I'm speaking for the, the brotherhood and sisterhood of guides, whether the male, females, uh, just get out and uh, hire a guide. It's simple. Uh, look at the price of gas, look at the price of living. Guides aren't that expensive. Have them take you out. It, you can't always guarantee anything, even as a guide, but I guarantee you, you'll have a better opportunity, a chance to catch fish with a guide. And a lot of guys will say, I don't want to take a guide trip. I got my own boat. I got my own thing. Yeah. I'll tell you what, every time I've gone fishing with a guide, I come home with something that I can use on my own boat or while I'm out ice fishing by myself. I come home with some sort of information. Usually, you know, you go out with a guy like you or some of the other really good guides out there. They're going to teach you stuff that you can use when you go back to your home lake. Well, yeah, and and I do get uh, people who are excellent fishermen and, and gals who are excellent fishing gals, and we go, I take them on guide trips and ask them, well, why didn't you just go fishing? You're a really good angler. They want to unplug. They just want to go fishing. They have the boats. And I actually have quite a few clients that got rid of their boat. And they say, anytime I'm going to go, I'm going to go with you. And then, or they might have someone that takes them for salmon. And I don't go for muskies, but I do walleyes. And with my regular clients, I might take them for other stuff. And, and I have people that come up multiple times a year for three days at a shot. And then to spend the other days with their family, but and they're excellent anglers. And they'll even say, Hey, are we gonna go fish over in that one spot? And I'll say, wait a minute, remember who the guide is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're right. I mean, that's a lot of it, you know, a guy like myself, when I take people ice fishing, I ended up doing all the work and trying to make sure they have a good time. And it's nice to go with somebody else that's trying to make sure I have a good time. Absolutely. And uh, I have fun with my clients and a lot of them are repeat and they're like friends. They're friends that I get to fish with, but I can make a living doing it. You know, you've been doing this for a long time. You still got the ginger, but I'm sure there's some gray in there somewhere. Yeah. You've been doing this for a long time. This whole thing has evolved. You know, a guy like Nick Lindner, you know, obviously he's got the right name. He'd be doing some TV stuff, but because of the internet, he can do his own thing and go out and do this YouTube thing. Yeah. How? Tell me about 
what you, how you've seen the world change in the fishing industry with people being able to do like just what we're doing right now. Think well, about what we're doing right now. I could do this all on my laptop. 20 years ago, I'd need a microwave truck and all this other kind of stuff to do yeah. this. And now we can do it. So well, talk about that a little bit. Well, here's the thing. You know, in, 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 the, in the past, you'd have uh, really expensive camera equipment following you around and the radio equipment uh, just to make something happen. Now you can do it with less equipment and reach a larger audience. And so uh, we wanted to have a larger audience because the Bro Roadshow span uh uh, you know, coast to coast, basically. We went from west all the way up to New York and, and uh, Maine, and uh, we were in uh, Connecticut and all these different areas that have ice, uh, everything in between Wisconsin, Michigan. Uh, hello, everybody out there in, uh, in uh, Dakotas uh, and as far away as Idaho. So uh, how do you reach an audience really fast? You can do it now because of the Internet, uh, social media. Yes, I have Facebook account. I have Instagram, I have Twitter, Snapchat, and I also have TikTok. So you can see Bro on TikTok. And you are you know, doing? Are you doing this thing? Well, you I do all that. I really haven't got the dance down yet. <laughs> but you can see my standoff between me and a sleeping deer. Yeah. I, I was actually sleeping when I woke up and seeing the deer. I had to film it. Uh, you could you could check that out or what I'm catching and. There's a little bit of country, there's a little bit of rock, and there's a whole lot of fun. Watch it on TikTok. <laughs> there you like go. <laughs> you got to go check out Bro on TikTok yeah. if you're on there. So you got to be, you got to be, uh, you got to be able to uh, function on on a lot of different platforms, and and the whole thing, it's all about fishing, and you got to do your craft. Trust me, I do my craft hundreds of days, if not closer to 300 days a year. But you have to do the other stuff too. And gotta have something to do after the sun goes down, right? Right. <laughs> you can't just drink pop and watch TV. Well, yeah, that, yeah that's what's gonna. You know, you're, you've been a guy that's been on the road and doing all this stuff and traveling, and now you're not doing as much because of what's going on. But you're just as busy because you're doing all these other stuff, and you feel like you're reaching more people. Well, yeah. So I'm doing the shows. I, I did the uh, Sioux Falls, uh, uh, you know, Ice Institute there. I did uh, the Blaine Hardwater show. I did the Shields Ice Fest. I'm doing the St. Paul Ice Show. And then I've got a lot of shoots and everything. But to go to every single store right. and go in there, eventually, if I'm a carrier, I'm going to be carrying. Right. Or if I'm uh, someone that's going to get a sniffle or if I'm going to be someone that's going to be uh, ice cold gone in two weeks, we won't find out. But it is not the thing to do <laughs> we, now. We will find out. Uh we we want to still get out there, and that's what we do. Mm -hmm. You know, we we resort, we're hospitality type of people. My wife and I, Heather, uh, loves uh, meeting people who fish, and uh, we're meeting uh, all different age groups of uh, men and women. and And there's kids out there, and ice fishing is a contagious sport. Uh, no pun intended when I say contagious sport, but it really is. It's uh, everybody loves to do it. Because open water, you can only have so many people in your boat because there's Coast Guard rules mm -hmm. on the ice. You can fish with your whole town. Right. Your whole your whole family could come out there. You know, just keep your social distance on the ice. But it's it's a very communal thing. It's a community thing. Uh, fun. Uh, you brought up your wife, and I see you guys together all the time at these shows. And 
She makes uh, for a pretty good camera person. Yeah. And she's, she's really part of your team. Yeah, Heather uh, really is uh, my... A lady uh, uh, that uh, figures out everything. She's she's the wizard of odds behind the scenes. When I'm trying to figure out how to get this minnow on really fast to get it down because there's a walleye waiting for there, she's thinking about how to get the shot and where to distribute it. And if you don't have a good team, you, you ain't going to make it. If, you, if you're a one-person team, my hat's off to you. But you know what? You're not, you're not going to go as far as you would if you had two people. Not only that, she loves fishing, and she catches a lot of big fish. And secretly, she's outfished me many times. And there's something about Lady Luck because it really happens with her. So, do you do you learn from her? Does she teach you stuff? She does. She teaches me that patience is really good. Patience catches more and bigger fish. Uh, it's the tortoise and the hare. She's fishing in one spot, only catches a few, but they're bigger than all of the many fish I catch moving around. And so, I think you have to have two different styles of fishing when you're out there. If you're both running gun, I watch people go right past where the fish are. And as soon as they pass them up and they don't get them and they leave, we'll go over there and we'll catch them. It's it's what it is. I mean, the fish are there, but you can't pass them up. And no matter what your electronics are, fish, when they're dormant, you're not going to see them. You guys just celebrated a milestone anniversary, I think I saw this year online. Uh, is she... You're yin and yang. Then it sounds like you're the guy running all over the place, and she's doing a kind of a different style. Is that the way it is uh, everywhere in the, in the bro house? Well, yeah. It, it, she's uh, she's my little rock and roll, and uh, I'm a little bit country, so we we uh, gel really nicely together. And uh, you know, sometimes I might before I can even decide which step, and what direction to watch, she's walked around me twice, and it actually maybe pushed me out of the way. So that, that there's a little bit of that too, uh, but you you, you got to have that. And so when we did the Bro Road Show, instead of staying back, she wanted to come with and be a part of it. And uh, and so at these shows, fantastic. This is where you get to meet people, and uh, uh, I, I know a lot of people. I've met a lot of people, and I remember. I, yeah, it's like a grouse trail. I remember the trail, but I don't remember the number on the map. Uh, but I remember people, and uh, we just uh, we just have a great time together. And uh, check it out. Oh, oh, and uh, hey, Grizz. You got a shout out to the Grizz. Yeah, this is uh, for the Grizz over there uh, near uh, the the river over Saint Croix, and uh, uh, the Grizz is a legendary angler, and uh, he's out of uh, Frankie's in Chisago. He's around there quite a bit, and uh, Blue Ribbon Bait. Hey, Grizz, if you're out there, how you doing? So, you know, I think when people think of you, they think of this big personality and the person that's walking around the show and doing the Broad Row show and doing all this other stuff, but you're a guide, too. Yeah. Tell me about your guide business and, and where you're, you kind of do your business. Well, here's the thing, you know. There's guide groups and there's guide businesses. I have people that, that call me and they hire my services and they're surprised when I'm in the boat. I'm like, well, if you call me, you might end up being stuck with me because I'm kind of a one-man band. If I get extra trips, I send them to people, but I don't take any money from them. I have a, a quite a uh, group of wood ticks that I will refer people to if I'm busy. Mm -hmm. And they're all extraordinary anglers and are usually at the top of the charts in tournaments. But you don't know them because they're not promoters they just fish and great guys great personalities but uh yeah i'm, I'm a one-man band uh, when i'm guiding so 
if uh, you can't get with me on a trip, it's only because there's one of me and I haven't expanded. But there might be a day I'm going to have to hire because I can't take the spots with me when I die. Right. I, I know Leech Lake is a place that you fish a lot. Uh, what are some other, you know, I know you don't, you don't, I don't want you to give away your small lakes, but if there's some, some kind of some lakes that people have. Well, I fish Leech Lake, Cass Lake, Lake Winnebagosh, and surrounding areas. I also fish a little gem of a lake. That's just phenomenal fish fishing. It's called Upper Notelli, and I do really well over there. He's always he's always got some kind of joke going. <laughs> so, <laughs> upper Lip Lake, that's a good one too. Yeah, uh, Upper Left Lake, but uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and my shout out to everybody too is be social. If you if you're an up and coming in the fishing business, uh, get out there. Uh, if you want to work in the fishing business, you can. There's room for personalities, and I will be the first one to tell you, uh, way back when, and I said it, I said this uh, 25 years ago, there's room for personalities in the fishing business. You might be a perfect personality, but do not name bodies of water that are small. Right. Not to get one inch ahead of another person. And if you go to another state, you don't have to name the water. So if you're from another state and you come up to northern Minnesota and start saying the name, I'm going to scold you the next time I see you. Yeah. So the, the Internet's a good way. to You know, you've heard of stocking programs. It's a stripping program. Uh, so make sure when you're, when you're doing your thing, recommend techniques and spots. And if the lake is super giant, like Red Lake, Lake of the Woods, Devil's Lake, a Winnebago, that's different. But if the lake is under 3,000 acres, ixnay on the tell me. Exactly. That's when I always ask people that. I always <laughs> don't tell me your small spots. Yeah. But, but tell me your big lakes that you fish. Oh, I've, everybody knows where Winnebagosh is. I'm telling you, I've had spots where uh, uh, I've been on a show and I'll be, and I'll be on the spot and I'm like, oh, wow, that was a really good spot. Now, if someone comes up to the show and they'll say, you ever been on this lake? And they'll show me a map. And it'll be on the lake I was just at. And it's like, no, I've never been there. Yes, I have. You know, so people are resilient and everybody's got a secret spot. And it's funny. They might all have the same secret spot. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's it's we just know now that bleeding your heart on the Internet with a waypoint doesn't help the spot. The next time you go back there, it's like a fishing tournament when someone spills the beans on stage afterwards. Everybody's coming after you with the way you did it. Yep. And so. Yeah, uh, last year's winners are this year's trying to keep up with the stuff they let go. But by all the same tokens, techniques, throw them out there. It helps helps the industry. Uh, any kind of technology helps the industry. Uh, anything you could think to help people have a better experience on the ice, besides the Bro Roadshow ice experience, definitely share it. Just little tiny gems, no share. Well, speaking of that, you know, over the last year, Things have changed for a lot of people. The people that would spend their entire winter indoors went outdoors last year. So we've got a lot of new ice anglers out there, people that are getting into the sport. And you see it here. Like, there's so many people in here picking up those essentials, buying the things that they didn't have last year where they got a taste, and now this year they're going to go all in. What's your advice to people that are kind of new to this sport getting into it? What would you say to them if they want to catch more fish? Well, make sure you fish lakes that have the fish you're after. Uh, for walleyes, and that sounds simple, but not every lake is is a super bonafide trophy lake for everything you want to go for. 
online. There's a uh, there's a treasure chest of information uh, on the DNR website, lake and game you know fish and game finder. Go on there and find out what's in the lake. There's uh, test nettings are for the public and they tell you what's in it. And you don't have to drive all of your uh, your thoughts or places to go by what's going on in the reports because everybody's doing the same stuff. There's a whole heck of a lot of lakes, north, south, east, and west, that are just as good as any other destination. Western Minnesota is phenomenal. Uh, there's places out the southeast of here that are phenomenal. South way to the southwest corner are phenomenal. And I drive from northern Minnesota all the way to the southeast and west. Uh, so there's, there's some great waters, all different directions. And, of course, Dakotas are phenomenal. Uh, there's places in the UP, uh, lower upper part of lower Michigan's phenomenal. It ain't that far away. And nobody's afraid to drive super far anymore. So, I mean, even Western destinations as far as Idaho for giant perch and, and trout, a uh, Fort Peck for uh, lake trout, uh, you know, all these places are really cool. And I know people who even fish Kansas when it freezes over, and they'll go out there, they measure the ice, and real careful, they get a ice for about 10 minutes mm -hmm. but they get safe ice and uh southern iowa missouri gets it too so it's it's all about uh fishing and f and if you could find your own spots don't be surprised if you find something that not everybody knows about because there are some really good phenomenal areas that don't get the pressure of other areas and uh red lake if you go there you're not alone <laughs> yes, if you sir. go to uh, western Minnesota, some of the popular lakes, you know, uh, the, the bigger ones, you won't be alone. But if you go to the lakes that have walleyes in between all of them, you might be alone. Right. Or there's just going to be a few people. So there's plenty of opportunity without going with the crowd. And if you don't get what you want, you might get some other bonus. Uh, but the nice thing about ice is peaceful out there. It's an, it's an excuse to be in extraordinary places. When I was a kid, my sister-in-law asked me, why do you fish so much? And I was just a little kid. She said, you're like an old man as a little tiny kid. And she said, you told me it was your excuse to be in extraordinary places. And I said that when I was nine years old. Mm -hmm. And fishing is my excuse to be in extraordinary places. When you're on the ice, you hear sounds ice cracking. It sounds like something futuristic, like music. Mm -hmm. When you see the northern lights... You see wildlife, you see a snowy terrain. In the open water, you've got uh, all the, the ripple action looks like diamonds in the sunlight. Uh, you got loons, you got wildlife, you got fish. You got a lot of stuff going on. The sound of water, there's recordings of all this stuff. That's my excuse. And then you get the bonus, you catch a fish. You can eat a fish, but if you're like me, I don't need to clean fish every time I get done. I want to catch fish and I want to hook them, I want to fight them and then repeat. But there's some days, I just want to get a burger on the way home. Right. You know, stop by, say say hi to everybody, maybe drink a like a, a pop, and then uh, then have a big messy burger or pizza, and while everybody else is cleaning fish, that is fun. Or find a restaurant that cooks them for you, so you clean them. If you are going to have fish, clean them and have them cook them for you. There's a whole lot of restaurants doing that now, and it's so much fun, and it's fresh, and it's delicious. My freezer is the lake. If I want to catch fish, I go to the lake. Sure. Other than that, I don't want nothing in my freezer, but maybe a grouse or two because they're hard to get when yeah. you want them. Yeah. Or, or beef, you know, or something like that. But uh, deer, you can't just go out and get them anytime. But fish, you want them, go get them. But if you're going to eat them, that's great. Eat them on the way home.
<laughs> There's a lot of places that'll do it. So check that out on your way and find out. Make a phone call. Ask if they'll do it for you. Some some places serve them with sides. There's a lot of restaurants in my area. You bring in your fish. They cook them. They bring this platter out. They got tartar sauce. They got lemon. They got toast. They got beans, the magical fruit. They got all this other stuff. And you're like, it's a meal fit for kings and queens coming back from your ice expedition. And you got to have the coleslaw, too. Don't forget the coleslaw. <laughs> a little bit of onions, too. There you yeah, go. The coleslaw can have heat. Can yeah. it? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all right. Sure. A little crunch and a little heat. And, uh, you know, so if and if you're wild and crazy like me, a little bit of Tabasco. There you go. All right. One more question. I'll let you get out there. You've been talking about fish. I, I'm going to do something to you that hopefully won't torture you too much, but yeah. you can only catch one type of fish the rest of your life. What fish is it going to be? What, what species? Well, it all depends. Are they big of that species or small? We're going to say big. Bluegills. No, no questions asked. Hands down. Big bluegills are an absolute blast. Big bluegills, not for eating. Big bluegills just for catching. They spin in a circle, use their whole body as a rudder to fight you. They're an absolute blast. They're colorful. They're tropical looking. They can be, you, you want to shake your fist at them when they're not biting. And sometimes they can bite like crazy. I love big bluegills. I cannot lie. <laughs> I, I went fishing at Disney World this year. This yeah. morning, and uh, we caught the biggest bluegills I've ever seen in my life. Oh. Yeah, that, that ate shiners for dinner. Oh. I mean, they were they were gigantic. It was kind of cool. You're torturing me now. We just don't have those in this neck of the woods. But when they're down there, they just all they do is grow. And I mean, yeah. we're talking like I don't know, probably three or four pound bluegills. They were big. But, well, I, I three or four pound bluegills. I got to see that. That'd be fun. You got to go to Florida, man. Uh, I like Florida. When I go down there, there's another bluegill you can fish, but it's in the saltwater called called pompano i love fishing pompano and i like pitching for him yeah so when i'm a tourist trapped on shore down there i'm a tourist trapped with my saint croix ocean rods and i have rods for pitching to a pompano and i i, I tie my own rigs and jigs and i i've got a couple little tricks down there maybe i'll do a snowbird uh tips and tricks thing for the people trapped on shore vacationing with their wives but i have some trips that uh, that i've gone down there and i've hammered on on piers in different areas where they say there's been no pompano for four weeks. I've gone down there, and I've caught 40 of them. So I've got some tricks, and maybe I'll bring that out on the Bro Rocho. After the ice experience, we'll call it the snowbird part of it anyway. You should have just looked at them and said, yeah, there may be not have been, have been any pompano for four weeks, but there hasn't even been bro here for a while either. Yeah. The bro's here now. Yeah. And, well, that's a fish that's like a bluegill because even in the waves crashing up on the beach, they will fight sideways on the beach all the way up in the, in the crest of the water and then make it back out there and pull your drag out. That, and they look like a bluegill. So anything that looks like a bluegill is a bluegill to me. All right, let's get a pick, and I'll get you on the road here. I know you got uh, a lot of other people that want to talk to you, so I really appreciate you Absolutely. taking some time off. we got to do the uh, bro selfie. Awesome. Hey, it was good. Thanks, it's good man. talking on your show, man. Yeah, I appreciate having you yeah. on. And, and every time you you see me, you're you're always friendly and welcoming, and I appreciate that too. Well, you know, you look like you could be related to me. You just got to get <laughs> some scruffage going here. But I'll be at the Northland booth, and we're going to be bro bugging it up over there. So we'll see you later. If you want to see bro? Head over to the Northland booth and see him. Good to see you, Heather.
Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover. For more ice fishing content, visit our blog at catchcover.com.